up. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome back. If you do not know, this is Thriving in Relationships After Abuse. I am your host, Jessica Laurent, and it has been almost an entire year. That is absolutely insane. I am absolutely so happy to be back behind this mic with you here I miss you guys like crazy it has been one of the most ghetto years of my life and if you know anything about my life I've had some ghetto years and please I am so sorry I have a runny nose and so if you hear me sniffling in the background it is what it is I'm I'm trying okay I said I'm not gonna let anything stop me for making this today so here we are and i'm so glad i'm so glad to be here welcome back my god it has been it's been a crazy year and i put the podcast to the side for several reasons some of them were legit reasons my schedule just being hectic and having a lot on my plate and really needing to prioritize the things that I had going on. I went back to work. A lot of a lot of things that are just like, okay, you need to take a break. You need to kind of, you know, recalibrate and do everything you need to do to get life back in order. But another one was, you know, this imposter syndrome. Like you hear that word a lot and I know at some point I feel like we all deal with that. We we feel like we're not the person that I guess we create these identities and we think people are holding us to that standard or we're not, you know. So for me, being the podcast host of Thriving in Relationships After Abuse and literally being in a relationship that is falling apart in a relationship that I realize is not going anywhere and that I no longer wanted to be in. I didn't feel like I can confidently sit behind this mic and give advice. I didn't feel like I felt like an imposter. I didn't feel like I was qualified to do that in that moment. And so I'm just like, I can't do this right now. And we all have those moments. But I had to realize, you know, when you think about imposter syndrome, it's like I never promised to be perfect. I promised to be real. I never promised to have it together. I never promised to have all the answers. I promised to heal out loud. And I didn't do that. So you want to talk about imposter? I really was. I wasn't being a person that I said I would be. I said I would be vulnerable. I said I would be authentic. And then I, I, I hid. I hid the part of myself. I, I, you know, really started to doubt myself and feel self-conscious when really being open and vulnerable and honest about things is, is really what makes me dope. And I should have embraced that. And I know should have, would have, could have, but I'm here now. And we're going to talk about it now. We're going to push through it. And I'm going to continue to try to commit to live out loud, to heal out loud. So that that imposter syndrome was really it was it was getting to me. And it just I had a, I, I mean, I had so much going on. I mean, as a parent, um, you know, dealing with the girls and they were having some issues. And my ex-husband was extremely sick and just, you know, my my work life, just everything was shifting it was a lot, girl, and it was ghetto, but I am so excited about 2023. I'm excited about the podcast and what it's going to be, what it's going to evolve into, because I, I'm different. 
I am one, you know, when this podcast started, I, I was in a relationship and needless to say that one dissolved recently and we decided to go our separate ways. It was necessary. You know, when you get to the point where you're realizing your values are different, you want different things, the goals are different. There's, there's no way we can ever create something cohesive because we want different things or we see the world differently. So, um, no shade to him. We just, you know, we're adults and this is not working for us. So it's a great thing. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling good, but it, it was, there are things you have to do in that process. You know, there is, there's, there was a moment of really feeling stagnant, feeling like, and, and I think a lot of us can really relate to the idea of you're, you're kind of in this purgatory where you're transitioning out of one into another chapter but you kind of got to be there because logistically you know there's kids and there's jobs and there's all this other stuff and so we had to take that into consideration and it was just it was a little sketchy i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but you know i fully made that transition and i'm i'm back and i'm better than ever and there was so many lessons learned can i just say this if anybody has an ear with a person who like gives out these lessons and decides who learns what when can you put in a a word for me you know put a put a little comment in the comment box because can i not have so many lessons in one year like back to back to back oh you got that one cool we're gonna give you another one oh that one cool take another one no i'll have none please (laughs) i am exhausted Okay, I want to take a, a dumb year where I don't learn anything. Oh, so if somebody if somebody can do that, okay, for me, I'd, I'd be eternally in your debt. Because child, the ghetto. But what I will say is I'm, I'm, I'm back to the commitment of thriving. You know, this is thriving in relationships after abuse. And it's not just, and I have to, it's like I have to check myself because this was never really just about intimate relationships this is about the relationship with yourself the relationship with your children your family your parents your job the world in general and so even though that one was on the rocks and a little sketchy I had other relationships that were thriving my relationship with the girls fantastic five out of five highly recommend it it was it it was really being molded and shaped it kind of just oh by by all the chaos around us like we we look at the things we go through and we may see the negative but because of all of that we're closer and we're more resilient and we've been able to refine our vision and what we want we had a little bit of of that and decided that's not what we wanted even though we thought it was we had some of that and decided that was good we're gonna lean more into that so we took this and we refined our ideas and our path and oh you you get so caught up in what you think you want and you commit so much to it that you get lost you get off track you're not on the path and it's not like I was leaving breadcrumbs behind me because I got to find my way back. I thought this was the new path. It wasn't a contingency plan. And so now I'm feeling like I need to recalibrate. That's that's the perfect word. Because when you think about calibrating a tool, you calibrate it to a standard. And so what's happening now for me is the recalibration. 
who was I? Which parts did I love? Or who was I thriving to be? Which parts did I want to sustain? Which parts of me were the dopest parts that I loved the most and I always wanted to keep that I kind of got away from? And so that recalibration process right now is the most important process that I think I can go through. And I'm always encouraging people to do that. What's your standard? When you look at yourself, which version of you was your best self? I know what that looks like for me. The super confident, um, you know, unapologetic, very kind and considerate, emotionally intelligent, just kind of here I am, I'm doing my thing. And people loved me for that. And I loved myself for that. And I kind of got off track trying to fit into this idea of something that I never really wanted. But you get you, you somebody sells you a dream and you buy it. And when you spend money, that's an investment. You're going, you're going to take care of it. You're going to continue to invest. You're going to nurture it. But when you start realizing you're nurturing a dying plant, mm, mm, we got to do something different. So here we are. I'm excited about the podcast and everything that is going to happen. I want to um, have people come on and tell their stories because that's what this is about. Kind of healing out loud, living out loud, thriving out loud, um, the vulnerability, the... Um, the transparency all of that so that's what makes this dope and so there there's so many things that I've learned over the last year and just a few stand out to me the first one is people have way too much audacity the audacity of people people have more audacity than they have business to mind and that is that's crazy to me it's crazy. The audacity to feel like I have to live up to your standards or the idea that you have of me. And I want I want you to really sit with that. People are really out here feeling like you have to live up to their idea. And when you don't, you are a disappointment. You you all kind of names that I, I don't even want to say them here. And what you have to do is remember who you are and who you want to be and where, where, where you trying to go. And what that looks like for you. But people people really do have the audacity to feel like you owe them something. And you have to be who they imagine you to be. The, the image that they've created. And once you step outside of that, they lose their shit. But that's not for you. That's, that's not the standard you created. There is no way that you could ever live up to somebody else's standard. Because it's always going to be something that they don't even speak on it's always going to be some intention and it's always going to be selfish it's always going to be about them how can you show up and serve me and make me feel better i don't care how you feel i don't care if you're not serving yourself me no ma'am we're not doing that if 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 we're leaving anything in 2022 it's that and that's why the recalibration process is so important because if you don't know who you are and who you want to be and your standard and your norm and your happy place and your dope line, you always be going back and forth between trying to please people and serve them and be who they want you to be. No, ma'am. Sorry, not sorry. We're not doing that. So take the time to think about the dopest version of yourself, what that looks like, how she or he shows up. Who are you? For me, <laughs> I'm unapologetic. I have very little filter. I'm loving on people. I'm doing things my way. Some people are going to absolutely adore it, love it, and be down for it. 
Some people are going to absolutely hate it and think I'm the worst person on the planet. That's what I dealt with last year. I'm not moved by either one of them. And so what I find we do is we are definitely moved by the people who love us and praise us. We love that validation. But what if that changes? What if you change because you're supposed to? What if you evolve? And what if you're no longer the version that they love? Then what? You know, the the same people that build you up are going to be the ones that break you down. You can't see that. You can't focus on that. That can't be the standard. So you can't you can't be filled or validated by the good or the bad. You got to stay in your lane. You got to create the lane. I talked about this a few years ago. Um, I was driving down the highway, and I mean, when I, I'm I was in my zone. I had a really good song on. I'm singing out loud. It was, it was great. It was late. I think it was like a Sunday night. Loving it. And then a car passed me on the highway. And all of a sudden, now I'm aware that I'm not driving fast enough. And now I'm a little anxious and my heart is racing. When I was just having the time of my life, wasn't worried about a thing. But then I saw somebody else and their standard. That's the speed they wanted to go. Maybe they in a rush. Maybe they have somewhere to be. Threw my whole thing off. I was in a zone. And that's what we do constantly. We don't focus on our lane. We don't focus on what we want and why we do what we do and know that that's good for us. And it doesn't have to be good or validated by somebody else. But we keep doing it. We keep setting our standard to somebody else and then wondering why we never get where we're going. If your if your compass is not pointed to your due north, you're not going to get there, boo. But people had audacity to think that <laughs> you're supposed to. You're supposed to live on their terms. You know, you, you got the audacity to think that I'm not going to be exactly who I said I am. It's so funny. You'll tell a person who you are. You'll tell the world, who you. this is what I am. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. And then when you show up like that, I can't believe this. But why not? Because I told you. But people have the audacity. You have the audacity to really think that I'm not going to keep showing up. You have the audacity to think that when we get down, we're not going to get back up, dust ourselves off and keep back at it because you don't. So please believe people really do have the audacity, way more audacity than they need. OK, we need an audacity shortage. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. OK, <laughs> so that's one thing that I've learned. And now, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me anymore. Another thing that I learned, and this is going to be my emotional caviar for this episode. I plan on having one of those for every episode. I heard somebody say something like rap caviar or something. I'm like, oh, that's kind of sexy. I want to use that. So my emotional caviar for this episode is that, and it's not original. It's not mine. It just, it resonated with me as I, you know, was really making my decision about transitioning from the last relationship. And it was like, I'm not asking the wrong, I'm not, I'm not asking for too much. I'm asking the wrong person. Okay, sit with that. You're not asking for too much. You are asking the wrong person. And this is, again, not just about partnership and relationships. And No, this is about everybody. This is about anybody. Because I had to sit with this one my, with my mother. This was a big part of my forgiveness process with her. I'm asking her to be something that she's not. And I'm I'm crucifying her for not showing up and being something that she's not. 
I use the example of going to the water fountain, pushing a button, and expecting Skittles to pop out. And being upset that they didn't, boo, this is a water fountain. You want Skittles, you need to go to the vending machine. It is not the water fountain's fault that it is giving you water. That's what it's built to do. So when I look at relationships, when I look at the people that I need things from, I'm asking the wrong person. I'm asking you to give me something that you don't have. Like my mother didn't have the love that I needed because she never got it. She didn't even know what to do. She didn't know how to give it. So when you are, you have these expectations of people to give you something that they may not have. So again, you're not asking for too much. You are simply asking the wrong person. And no shade to those people. No shade. You don't have it. And I just have to readjust and I have to see if what you have is going to be satisfying to me. It's going to allow me to thrive if I can build off of that. If I can't, so be it next. But you have to not, you know, avoid kind of altering your your wishes, altering your desires, altering your path of life because somebody doesn't have what you need to get there. Because I found myself doing that saying, hey, maybe I'm asking for too much. I want you to do this, this, this and that and be this, this, this and that. That's just simply not who you are. But I wasn't seeing it that way. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't ask. Maybe I should. No. If you need that from a person, we all possess something within ourselves. Like try to be as self-sufficient as possible, but you can't give yourself everything. You simply can't. You need a community. We are tribal people. We are used to being in community and being there for one another. So don't go to to too far to the extreme where you don't need anybody for anything because that's not true. Because been there, done that. I, I had a moment like that during the last year where I just, I just kind of withdrew from everybody. I don't need anything from anybody, and that's not true. But... Once you assess what you can give to yourself, once you assess what your community is giving to you, when you go into partnership, then you say, okay, this is what I'm getting from my job, this kind of fulfillment. This is what I'm getting from my friendships, my platonic friendships. This is what I'm getting from my other parts of my community. This is what I'm giving myself, and this is what I need from you. Can you or can you not do that? That's no different than a job interview. If a place of employment needs somebody with a certain set of skills, don't apply for that if you cannot be that. But when we go into these relationships, you need to be crystal clear on what that is. And so many times we fail. We look at something that somebody has to offer and say, that could be fun. That could be good. I kind of like that. But that's not what you need. Okay, an amusement park is fun. We can't ride roller coasters every day. Okay, we, we see those red flags and we're like, oh, exciting. This is a carnival. And now look at you, dizzy and vomiting and discombobulated, don't know where you at. Okay? The price of admission. Listen. So it's it's been a it's been a year. It's been a journey, but we we are back at it. We're gonna have a fantastic year. My goal right now is to just I'm gonna simply do what I can. I'm a, I'm gonna record an episode when I have time. Minimum once a month. I gotta be somewhat consistent. Um and I, you know, I got caught up in you. I don't do long enough podcasts, and other people do this and video. And no, I got this little microphone. I'm literally sitting in my closet right now. I'm gonna do what I can with what I have, 
and I'm going to encourage you to do the same. And we're going to heal out loud. We're going to live out loud. We're getting it this year. Last year was super ghetto. This year is going to be slightly less ghetto. So, yeah, I, I'm i here. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. If you like this episode, if any of it resonated with you, take it, grab it, screenshot it, share it. Hit me up on Instagram. Um, she is Jessica Laurent. That is S H E. I-S-J-E-S-S-I-C-A-L-A-U-R-E-N-T. That is on Instagram. Tag me. Post the emotional caviar. Just do it. Just reach out. Um, I'm working on getting the website back up, um, merch, all of that good stuff. Um, I need to be intentional this year. So I'm at least going to have one episode every month. And if I can do more, I will. But yeah, we back at it. And I will see you guys soon. Hit me up. I look forward to hearing from you. And yeah, I love you. Bye.